the dominant culture is not reinforcing these values. The Dukes is the only place where you're cultivating this love of the Dean in this environment. So this place, you need to be, you have to be calculated in your approach. You can't just say, I'm going to just whip the kid. They need to pass their eyeshadow and hopefully it's going to stick with them. No, you need to cultivate a lifelong passion of loving the deen. Facts. Memories that are good associated with the Quran. So that when they're our age or older, where they're not forced to go to Duxi, they can be like, let me open this Mus'haf, let me read. And they mm. have memories of when they were learning it, how they were learning it, what they heard, the stories associated with it. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, subhanallah, we just got done recording a fire episode I'm with my brothers, Abdi Kari, my brother Mahmoud in the building, a brother from the community, brother we went to high school with, and subhanallah, uh, man, we talked about something very, very profound, very much needed, not very talked about. You want to introduce what we talked about and sum it up for them? We talked about Duxi in the westernized world, you know what I'm saying, which is in the U.S., um, well, I feel like we talked about so much, especially based on like all of our experiences, you know what I'm saying? And pretty much captivating on the good side and the bad side of Duxi. Um, I felt like I learned so much from pretty much both of them, honestly. I'm not going to lie, like, because we had two different experiences. Mm-hmm. All of us, like, we, I'm not going to lie. I expected like a bunch of like, especially like being in the community of being in, in our community especially being somali black muslim i felt like we would go through the kind of like the same experiences mm. you know what i mean right. but no i i was i'm be honest with you it's completely different they they yeah it branched off in its yeah, own ways you know what i'm saying so it's like it's com- like three original stories that are just opposite mm. but at the same time come from the same place mm. right 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 and i think that is going to benefit a lot of you guys just being able yeah. to hear that in Maybe one of us you guys relate to in that. So, Facts. SubhanAllah, the, the intent behind this was um, not to be critical of our Islamic schools. May Allah reward our ma'alans and our I mean. Islamic programs. But it's really to give insight as to what was beneficial about it and where could we make improvements. As the next generation of Quran teachers and programs start to arise, what can we implement so that kids can further build a connection with their love of the deen, of learning the Qur'an, of memorizing, of their Islamic studies. And inshallah, we had an insightful discussion, I think, and I think you guys will benefit as well from hearing. Um, so we do appreciate it. Uh, I think you guys will like this episode. Go ahead and tune in. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. I'm your host, Idris Ali Nasir, and you guys are tuning in to an episode of Talk Yahak, the podcast where we discuss the relevant topics impacting us Muslim Western youth to better connect with our faith, inshallah. Got my brother. Abdi Kareem, I'm back. Yeah, alhamdulillah. And man, we got another special guest, alhamdulillah, our brother Mahmoud Osman. How Yo, you doing, bro? I'm good, alhamdulillah. How are you guys? Alhamdulillah, bro, alhamdulillah. Uh, you know, subhanAllah, one of the things that, you know, one of the things that we want to do for you guys, as you guys are noticing now, having more guests, especially brothers in the community like Mahmoud to talk about topics that me and Abdi are passionate about and things that you guys are passionate about and also having another voice, another perspective from the ground to speak on this. So, um, so first of all, bro, can you introduce yourself a little bit? Tell us about, you know, who you are, what you've been up to. Uh, my name is Mahmoud, you know. I'm a computer science major at the University of Washington. Um, all I do is probably just work in school. I don't really do much, you know, I'm not really out like that, but yeah, simple guy. Okay, okay, hey. okay. 
So, born and raised out here in Washington or what? Yeah, born and raised here. I've been here my whole life. Got you, got you. MashaAllah, MashaAllah. All right, bro. So, there's a topic that we're all going to be talking about as brothers, three brothers. A crazy and one, You want to introduce it, Abdi? I'm not even going to lie. That's a crazy topic because he's the one that actually brought it up to me. He called me one day. He was like, yo, bro. I want to be on the podcast. I said, what do you want to talk about? And it was it was very interesting. He was talking about Duxi and the westernized states. And here. Yeah, right. pretty much. You know what I'm saying? And how pretty much on why is it important and what's the good thing about it and what's the bad things about it, you know? So it goes both ways and discussing it as a group where we have our own opinions and also different experiences while we're going to Duxi as young kids. Right, right. I well, like this was something that I've been wanting to talk about. Me and I've yeah. been talking about back and forth. And also, when I engage with other like Somalis or Muslim youth in the communities, bro, this is one like big topic. Very true. It's like, and I really want to get into. What were you gonna say, real quick? No, no, no. I'll say it's true. I was agree. Yeah. That another thing I want to actually add too is because of the importance of Islamic education in our communities right True. so inshallah man we're gonna dive into this through the conversation the lens of our experience but let's give a disclaimer right now just so that it's clear um this is not us you know bashing yeah uh, no this is all opinion based this right, is this, like this is not like us getting on islamic education or duxies or teachers that we may have had but this is really just through the lens of our experience, what we noticed, what yeah. was beneficial from it, where could we have seen some gaps be filled, some resources be in place, Fact. so that you know we could uh, better navigate our uh, where you know our present day situations. Mm-hmm. Um, so, inshallah, this is going to be more so optimistic type of episode, but we also want to identify some some things that inshallah we could do better as a community. The unhidden truth. Some, call it. I believe that. <laughs> you know I believe that. And you don't see many people talking about this. No, nah, that's true. But Facts. it is. Yeah. But you, it's like you, no. It's like like not a lot of people talk about it. It's people won't bring it up. Why? You know you, why do you think like, that is? We may talk it like amongst each other alone. Yeah. But like we'll never bring it up to the a place where it's like needed to be heard. Where other people need. You know what I'm saying? Like how do I say this? Like you know, there's people who are willing to voice their voice right but there's there's people who talk about talk about it amongst each other's peers mm. but are afraid to actually come out and be like yo no this is actually what happened you know what i'm saying yeah so it's like that's why i say it's like the unhidden truth so they just but but my, my whole thing is like why why is that the case why is it that we're not talking about it why mm. why do you think that is uh, that's a great question, bro. I, I don't know why people don't talk about this, you know, especially since I'm pretty sure everybody has or has been to Duxie at one point in their life, you know? Right. But Especially when so many people you can see, like, bro, when I be talking to people one-on-one, bro, mm. I can hear, like, bro, I can hear, like, the distress and disdain that they have from the experience, <laughs> bro. True. And I'm just yeah. like, okay, why is this not translating into conversations? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is talk yahak, you know? Uh, yeah. We're not gonna beat around the bush, but we're gonna talk about this, inshallah. Thanks. So, man, just diving, diving uh, right into it. All right, man. You what know. was it? What was your experience like? A typical day like in Duxi? When did you start? And let's start with Mahmoud, inshallah. Okay, so for me, you know, I didn't have it too bad. You know, I had a pretty good teacher, Abdullah. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to Duxi. I think two, three days a week, maybe. You know, and it wouldn't be a morning thing or like a weekend thing. It'd be more like, like an afternoon, like after school type of thing. Yeah. I'd get off of school, maybe I'd be home like at three o'clock and then maybe I'd start Duxie like around five. I'd get there, you know, I'd pass whatever I shot that was expected of me, mm-hmm. you know, I'd pass. And then I'd probably get another one to do while there or I don't know, but I'm pretty sure everybody's had the same experience along those lines. Right. Mm. 
Well, I wonder, like, how much of your childhood was dedicated? Like, how, how like, how much of your childhood did you go to Duxie? Oh, yeah, I've been to Duxie since, I don't know. I think the first Duxie I've been to, I was, I think, in kindergarten. I'm not sure. Oh, kindergarten wow. or first wow. grade. Okay. I don't know. And, and, then, how, and how long? How long? I've been to a couple of Duxies, not going to lie, you know? Right. The, as a kid, I went to SeaTac Mission over here, you know? I was there for a couple of years from 2005-ish. Like, when I was in, like, first grade up until, like, I think 2009-ish. That's I was there for a couple of years, you know. And then after that, I had this one Malin that would come to our house actually. Okay. You know? And he can't. He's been coming to our house every week, two, three times a week after school for, I think, close to ten years almost. Wow. Yeah, I had that wow. same Malin my whole life almost. Subhanallah. He's a great teacher though, mashallah. Okay. 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 How about you, Abdi? When, when when did you start? Uh, <laughs> what was your journey? Tell us a little bit about your thing. Um, I think it's when I moved to Seattle. First time I ever went to Dixie. And how old were you at that time? Like, I want to say 11, 12, because I remember we moved here, and then I think a year or maybe two years later. Okay. That's, I think, sixth grade. Actually, yeah. I would say around sixth grade was the first time I actually ever went to Dixie mm. and actually got to, like, be around Muslims a lot more. Gotcha. gotcha. So that, I would probably say that, but... My history with Duxie is kind of, you know, <laughs> I don't know. So let's go into that. So a typical day in Duxie, what did it look like? You what go about in, you? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. You ain't go skip the question. <laughs> this guy's trying to skip the question, man. Okay, so I would say for me, subhanAllah, the reason why I'm trying to go more into you guys because I feel like my experience was like so inconsistent, bro. Like I was in and out. I moved around a lot, my family and I. So I, mm-hmm. I, like I told you, I lived in different parts around Washington State. Yeah. P- like, for example, Piala. Bro, ain't no Somali, ain't no Muslim That's out there. Fact. Fuck, no, y'all yeah. you know that, bro? I live in Piala. So I went out there, and um, the times that I would be in Duxi is when I was, like, visiting my pops on the weekends, you know? So, like, a Malin would come over. Or when I was younger, like you, there was actually one, a Duxi in Kent, in the Kent Islamic Center, okay. in that area. So, where my grandma and stuff used to live. So I used to go over there. Um, but, yeah, bro, the thing is, it was so inconsistent but what I, the memories i do have yeah it's like it feels like i was there for a very long time ah, <laughs> so yeah, i can okay. remember i can remember so much uh but yeah bro so for me i would just say i can kind of transition to like what a typical day in the duxie would look like yeah even though it's kind of vague um okay after the point where i was like memorizing letters and once i got to the point where i was able to read you know the kitab yeah then we started the memorization process right so he would give me a certain amount of you know ayahs or whatever to memorize and then that'd be that'd be my homework right mm-hmm. and for those who don't know what duxi is it's basically the same as madrasa or islamic school right yeah and this would be like my homework and bro i'm just telling you bro you better get that homework done you know that was, that, yeah, facts, you ain't lying. That, that was my experience and you know subhanallah i was there brief i'm talking like i could even say all in all i couldn't have been in duxie more than a year like if i were to add up everything probably mm-hmm. even less than that wow okay right so um yeah so i could say so much about this but when I talk to other Muslim youngins, right, people yeah. who memorize the whole entire Quran, who've been in memorization programs their whole childhood, and now it's like they don't really upkeep that. And I, when mm. I talk to them or when I talk to other people who talk about this, what they'll say is like, you know, subhanAllah, they, they never like, they just did it just to do it. Mm, you facts, know? Yeah. What was your guys' experience with it like? Was it the same way? Uh, 100% was the same way. Like, 
I think the only reason I went is because my parents forced me to go. Like, I never had that intention. Like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go today. You know, like, I never personally pushed myself to go, you know. It'd mm-hmm. be more like, oh, hoist. Uh, my mom's telling me, oh, you have to go today. You have to do this. Both my parents would be like that. But mm. it wasn't really my choice, you know, at the time, you know, as a kid. Yeah. Okay. Nah, that's interesting. For me, Did I Did you can. feel like you wanted to go, Adi? Mm, that's interesting. I can say yes and no to that because as a kid, like, I never been around, like, a lot of Muslims. Mm. So, like, I, I would enjoy coming in because I would see a bunch of people that, like, are me. You know what I'm saying? They're, right. You know what I'm saying? So, they're, like, my brothers and sisters. But at the same time, I didn't know why I was going. I'm going to be honest with you. I was probably the most least educated guy you ever seen walk into <laughs> a Dixie and not know what he's doing, bro. I would just walk in. I'm sitting down. I just remember teacher would be like, hey, you're learning this. And I remember, like, he used to bring, like, you know, like, those whiteboards. And he would, like, help me practice right and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I would learn. And then I just remember, like, and then we would also have, like, I think it was, like, um, diggity. I think it's called, right? Diggity? Like, Ooh, explain that. What is that? Like, um, it's like, um, it's not Quran. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I know, I, know, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know how to exactly. What I, I, I don't know what how to explain yeah. it either. Bro. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> But, uh-huh. like, it would be a portion where we would do that for, like, like what, I want to say, like, the last maybe hour and a half of Duxie. Uh-huh. And we would just sit down and we would just hear the sex, you know. And I'm just sitting there just lost, bro. Because mm. keep in mind, I'm from a place where, like, Duxie was never brought into my life at all. So I don't know what Duxie is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So imagine going to a place where you just, I'm just sitting down, just, like, confused. And I just see a bunch of people just, like, playing around and not focusing. I'm just like, so... Is this like a learning place or is this like a place where people come to have fun? But sure, I did learn. It was not a place where you can have fun. <laughs> you know, okay, this is one thing because you guys both said something like along the lines of being forced. Yeah. I want to ask you, aren't we forced to do public education? Yeah. Yeah, um, I was, I was going to bring that up extent, later. Yeah, huh? to a certain extent. Like what? Like the thing, because I remember you, uh, when we were formulating the questions, like one of them was like, did you feel like obligated to go? Yeah. But we are obligated by law to go to this other public school yeah yeah so what is it about duxie that we felt forced i'm not gonna lie i think it's the same thing for me man like as a kid i didn't like school either i'm not gonna lie you know i kind of got right. forced to go there too fast mm. but you know when you get older you kind of realize like oh yeah i, I kind of do need this you know my parents are right you know like mm. i see why they're forcing me but nah i didn't really like it <laughs> for me as a kid bro i didn't like i didn't see why i mean i think i just had a like i knew i was muslim and i knew that you know quran is important yeah but okay I'm about to just go deep real quick, yeah? Uh-huh. One thing that I realized is like when I talk to so many people about their experience, I've, s- and mind you, this is, I'm not talking all programs or all Duxi or Madrasa uh, programs, yeah. but there have been a handful of them that for many, it has skewed their experience with the deen mm-hmm. and their relationship with the Quran and anything that has to do with learning the Quran so much so yeah. that, you know, the minute that they have the choice yeah they they're they're done right it's like bro it's like it's like disappear you see what i'm saying yeah i feel it yeah so part of me like like as i got i actually got more practicing as i got older okay you know and i feel like for me a lot of that was maybe because my vision my experience with islam wasn't like tainted the same way that many of these youth yeah has been tainted by these yeah What's your guys' take on that? No, like I 100% agree because I felt like, like I feel like my dad t- 
took me to Dixie to get disciplined. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm being so because uh, I was so new at this thing, you know. So I didn't know what exactly. I just remember, like, I would go there and I know for sure that guy got to stick to hit somebody with it. Uh, bro. <laughs> it's not it's not like in a bad way it's just me being honest with you it's like for people like like let's say if you miss your asher you're mm. gonna get a whooping now exactly so i felt like that place was like more of like you are like it's like you have to be perfect in that place for you not to get whooped so i feel like that's why i went it's like my dad pretty much it's like if you go there You'll learn to be perfect and learn what exactly you needed to do so the outcome of it won't be bad. I feel you, bro. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like I went over there to get disciplined in a way. I feel you. <sighs> hey, bro, was that your experience? Nah, not exactly. You know, for me, it was more like, for me, it was more like I have to go there, pass, you're good, you know? Yeah. You know, the teacher's proud, you know? He's, yeah. he's like, okay, good job. Right. You don't pass, it's. You know, you know what you said. You know, you, you get you might get a little whooping here and there. You know, yeah. but, but you know that goes away as you get older. You know, obviously as you're a kid, you know, they kind of like when you're younger, especially you know they tend to, you know, discipline you a little bit more. You know, to teach you. You know, like oh yeah, this is really important. You know, like mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie, the way they teach you is like more of like a fear thing. You know, they want you to be mm -hmm. like scared of not passing, scared of not knowing, not learning what you're yeah. supposed to know. You know, they kind of put that in you as a little kid. You know, and then you know. Yeah. Hey, bro, I'm going to say this, like the fear aspect. Okay. My whole thing is like, how do we want to teach children the Dean? Do we want to teach them through fear? No. Mm. Like that's, that's my question. And it's like, it's one thing, fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah. But is it really the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you're like, you're threatening them with this ul, like with this, with this stick or with a, with a branch or, you know, whatever. Here's the thing, though. I heard what you might call it that even the prophet was getting whipped by Andrew Jibril to learn the Quran. I don't know if that's true. Find me the hadith. Okay. Find me the hadith. I don't know about that one, bro. <laughs> I swear, I heard it. I promise. I don't know if it's the truth. You know, may Allah but forgive when, me. But when you when you hear stuff like this, is the thing though, as Muslims, when we hear things like this, this is stuff that we need to get up and reference. Yeah. You know, especially something like that. There, I've heard another one that um. I was just watching. A, I was just watching some YouTube videos about this subject with like yeah. Mufti Mink and other sheikhs. Yeah, and um, there was when he would like rep, when Mufti Mink would talk to other people who would do this, the excuse that the people would give them would be like, "Oh, why the place that you hit, that person hellfire would not touch that place." Huh? Okay. Mufti Mink was like, "Look at look at this baselessness." So, a lot like this is the thing with Dean, especially we have to be very. Very, very careful. Yeah, about like what we take because that, like what you just said, that can be taken as a justification for what's happening to these uh Muslim Muslim kids. Yeah, but think about this: Do we have anything from the seat of the Prophet Muhammad where a Sahaba or someone was getting whooped trying to memorize Quran? Nah, we don't. We don't have nothing like this. True. You know, so it makes you think. And all the Sahabas, they were older. They mm. were older when they learned the Quran. Yeah. And, you know, these kids, Miskinka, what I what I see, bro, for these, a lot of these kids is they're put into these programs. Yeah. Not understanding what they're doing, but they're, there's punishment tactics that's used for kids to memorize. And Hadda, with me being an education major and learning about learning and learning about um, just knowledge acquisition. Especially with kids and child development, 
do we want to teach the most sensitive subject in this way in like the most abrasive way and um but how would you like in a way i felt like it was kind of good as well okay let's go to that i'm being so honest i felt like it was kind of like like because like as a kid you know like you're so hyper and like you're so like like you can't sit down and actually focus on one thing you know what i'm saying like Mm. like a little six-year-old seven-year-old eight up to ten they're not going to be as focused as you think they are you know what I mean? Okay. So I feel like that type of discipline, like let's say you yelling, it may work. But like, hey, sit down. You know, they might sit down, but a little, you know, just a little tap, they'll, they'll sit down for sure. What's your take, Mahmoud? Bro? What do you think about this? <laughs> oh, I don't know about that one. You know, you could. I don't know what to say about that. I don't agree though. Let's just say that, bro. <laughs> How about this? Honestly, honestly though, do you honestly think if you seen a like an eight year old kid and you wanted to teach him something, like, oh come here, sweetie, sit down, and he's like, no, he just moving around doing extra well, you me tell personally me. i wouldn't resort to that but no, 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 no. i'm saying obviously you don't abuse the kid and actually you know 100%, yeah. but like a little tap hey bro sit down like uh, okay yeah down. okay yeah. that's I'm what i'm thinking saying. what's going in my head is like oh you're better no no, no, no i'm saying like my definition of a whooping is like a little something to get you straight yeah you know it ain't no oh i'm a, so a little backhand you to no nah, it ain't that it's a little you know a little something that's gonna f- keep you focused but oh yeah he's he not playing I feel like that's what really helps you a lot rather than just, oh, sweetie, you're not learning? What can I help you with? Which Mylan is doing that? No, I, 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 no, see, you took one extreme and went to a whole other extreme. Yeah, <laughs> what Mylan is calling the kid sweetie? No, no, no. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. There is no way that you can obviously, like, go about it, like, so softly. Like, come here. All right, how you doing? Doing good? Why aren't you learning? Okay. Like, I, I feel like is, that is, won't work for me. Okay. This is what I'm going to say, though. Right? And um, I'm going to say this, bro. I feel like the whooping, mm-hmm. I feel like it's the cheat code. It's like, how do I say this? It's like the ultimate thing that you can do. It's like the, how do I say this? It's For me, it's like the lazy way. It's like how you forcing a kid to get engaged through the most extreme measure, which is fear. Mm. Instead of curiosity. Okay. okay I see where you're going, you see, instead of intriguing yeah. or, you know, um, getting through, getting their attention through other means instead of fear tactics. And also because of the long-term effects of this. But also, when you talk about kids acting out, me personally, the kids that I was seeing getting whooped in Duxi were not kids wilding. Mm. It was kids who were struggling with their Aisha that were stuttering. Kids who didn't fully memorize. And if they were... I'm gonna be honest with you. That line, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you because I've had that problem. Go ahead. You know, but I end up getting expelled from that Dixie just because the way what'd I you, retaliated. What you do, bro? What you do, what'd you bro? Do? Huh? Don't, no, because it's like <laughs> you, you, you know what a sewer is. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, huh? yeah. So I was doing that, uh-huh. and I kid you not, like we're in a circle and I'm just vibing. I see the Alan. He goes aside. He grabs us. You know, all. Okay. You know, like a little nice, you know, to, to whoop you with. So pretty much, I go, I read, I pass, right? Uh-huh. So the way it works is like you read a portion of it, then it's passed on yeah, to the person, right? The next side, yeah. yeah. Mm. So pretty much, that's exactly what it was. So I read mine. It was the guy next to me's turn. Mm. The guy next to me just messed up just a tad, and he was going back to fix it. But I kid, right before he talked, the Malik got up and started whooping everybody. I got up and said, if you hit me, 
it's gonna be a problem. <laughs> How old are you? I was like, what, twelve, thirteen? Oh, because wow. wow. I I believe that like the way I was, <laughs> I grew up is, hey, if I do some, I I get it. A whooping might come after because it's something I did. But if you're whooping me for something that someone else did, I'm sorry, we're gonna have a problem with that. You, can, I didn't do nothing wrong. So it ended up big drama. My mom had to come, and I was just taking out that Duxie. That was just, that's just your last time in Duxie right there. No, sure. no, 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 no. Then after that, I went to um a Duxie where my my island was, Isam. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, I think you told me something about that. Yeah, that's where he was like my teacher, and like I went from him to like it was like a kind of like a little mini school, that's Islamic amazing. school. So it's like I went from him learning the. And that's where I felt like... How did that differ in contrast between the other program? That Duxie, I felt like, would be the ideal Duxie of everybody's. Because first thing first, we never got whooped in that Duxie. And that Duxie, it went from you have a packet, and that packet, you learn all the harakas and the meaning of it. So mm. you learn all the harakas, and then you it continues. Then you start learning how to really read Quran one by one. Then after that, you go to a second teacher. So you, you graduate from this class, and you go to a second teacher where you read the Quran from uh, what uh, Alhamdu Alif Lamin all the way down. Mm. Then after that, you graduate from that after you completely did that. Then you go on to the next one, which is the memorization. So each like student, it's like you can see the progression of where they are. Yeah. So that's what I remembered where. And I remember like once we were done reading the... The Ma'alin, he would just sit there and he would just tell us stories about like the Prophet and just any type of stories. He would just tell us and explain us like how the Quran was brought apart, like how was it, uh, how how did it come to earth, Bro. you know, and all that stuff. So pretty much, I feel like that was like the best Duxie because I never got whooped in that Duxie. I actually was happy to come every Saturday, Sunday. I was like, oh yeah, mom, let's go. Mm. Yeah, I am, come on, because it was just the way they taught. I enjoyed it so much because it just had to do with. It made me fall in love with learning mm. the Quran. You get what I'm saying? Right. I actually enjoyed it because it's like they actually sat down and each student would come up to the teacher and take 15 minutes to learn. He'll teach you how to do it. You go mm. back to your desk. You learn it. Mm. Then you, at the end of after after you learn it, you come back to him and you pass it. Mm. Gotcha. So I loved it. Yeah, but I feel like... Hey, bro, first, before I go on, what was your experience? Because I know you studied, uh, did you did you go to Africa, in Kenya? Or no, I wasn't in Kenya, no, I was in Somalia. Bro. You was in Somalia? Yeah. Yeah, this guy. Hey, how was yeah, that? How long there. were you in there for, bro? <laughs> I served a sentence over there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. But, <laughs> what's the well, he said Africa, I assume Kenya, bro. Nah, I was in Somalia, bro. Hey, how was that? Was, I'm not going to lie, it was almost the same as it is over here, except you, you got to be a little more over there, you know? Yeah, you know, it's, but it wasn't that bad. It was almost the same thing. Got you, got you. Have Have you ever been to a program like something similar? Where was your Ma'alim talking about things like the NBA and things about like other things besides like just hold on, just memorization? I'm not gonna lie, I never heard of what 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 he just talked about right now. You know, the way that they're teaching, like, oh, you learn this first, and then you go from Alhamdulillah to Alif You you said reading it, right? Yeah, reading it. Not 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 memorizing. No, we didn't start memorizing until you finish reading. Okay, and then after that, you memorize. I'm not going to lie. That's, that sounds a lot better than how most every other person You wouldn't believe it who was the owner of that taxi. <laughs> who? You wouldn't believe it at all. It's, um, what's the Halal Mexican store? Uh, restaurant. 
Uh, Quartifino. Quartifino. Oh, yeah, yeah. Quartifino. Yeah. The guy who owns it, that was his Duxi. Wow. MashaAllah. Yeah. Nah, but that whole that whole way of learning, I'd never heard of it. It sounds a lot better than the way most other people learned. You know? Right. Me, the way it worked is like, as a kid, they teach you like, like the letters, you know, like Alif Batai, you learn how, how to pronounce it. Then they teach you, like they, they'll throw out some words in there, like pronounce this or write this out. They'll teach you how to write it too also, you know? That's mm-hmm. all like, before you start actually memorizing the Quran, you know? This is all before. Right. Then after that, after you can, you know how to read it, you know how to like, like it's to the point where like, they can like flip anywhere open in the Kitab and say, read this, read this ayah for me. Like yeah. you can, you can like pronounce it out, you know? Like mm-hmm. you won't mm-hmm. struggle too much with it, you know? Right. And after you can read it, then you start memorizing the Quran, you know? It wasn't like, no, Taking not really. Time. Yeah, it was, there, was never, there wasn't really much like steps to this, you know? It's just automatic. You just start learning the Quran after that. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to memorize a certain amount every day, you know? But got you, got you. that's about it for me. Yeah, subhanAllah, bro. I feel like one of the things with the Quran especially, it's like, it's something that many of us like, as we get older, we struggle keeping a connection with. Yeah. Like how yeah. many of us, bro, struggle reading Quran consistently? It's not even our, like one thing that I find interesting is like, there's a lot of like Muslim youth, like especially in our community, Somali, who, mashallah, they finished the Quran and they've read it over and over again. Like this guy, this guy finished the Quran twice. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? There's a lot of people, but the one thing that like, even myself, like, mm-hmm. like when it comes to it, I don't know what I'm reading. I just yeah. know what to read. <laughs> I just don't know what exactly it means. And yeah. I feel like that's where the struggle of like sometimes like Duxies like they don't really go into depth about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gotcha. Where they actually teach you the actual meaning mm. of what you're reading. Because mm. you, well, you could say a lot of things. You just like and that's what uh, I don't know how to explain it. But that's what the method that they use. Yeah. Is, pretty yeah. much it's just hey you're here read this I will teach you boom but we don't know what you're saying at the end of the day. Mm. Uh, that's that's the same for me man like the way it worked for me is like we'd memorize a certain amount you know and preach i got through the whole kitab like i i, I read i memorized it for a good amount of it at least and then yeah i'm not gonna lie i didn't know what any of it meant you know yeah like mm-hmm. start, start from the beginning to the end i didn't know what any, any single word meant so mm-hmm. like i guess it could be changed a little you know like i'd rather like have like a certain amount, like let's say, I'd rather have like the first or second, just the first couple, just memorized and know like somewhat what it means, mm. than to just know the whole thing but not know what anything means, you know. Mm. But yeah, Damn, right. Well, Facts, not gonna lie. Well, that's true, bro. Subhanallah. I feel like now, hey, bro, did that cause you any grievances though? The fact that like, as you were memorized, you were put all this time and effort. Did anything go through your head where you're like, you know? I'm not going to lie, like, every once in a while, not all the time, every once in a while my teacher would, like, explain it to me, like, what I just passed, you know, like, what I just read, you know, he'd be like, okay, so basically this is what happened, and this is what it means, and this is that, you know, he he took his time explaining mm. when he did, you know, like, he yeah. explained the whole surah at one point, you know, because wow, after right. I'd have to pass, like, let's say it's, like, a really long surah, like, it's 20 pages, mm. obviously after I finish, you know, the way it worked at my Duxi was, you'd finish, you know, because obviously I don't think nobody's going to do 20 at one time, you know? Yeah. you do it in, in portions, and then after you finish, he'd make you do it all together one time, you know? Not mm. like from beginning to end, but he'd make you like redo it so that you don't forget that sort of, you know? Right. Mm. And then after that, after you finish it, then he would explain the whole sort of, okay, so this is what happened, and this is what happened. And he'd explain it all, you know? Mm-hmm. But not all the time, you know? And it's not like... Like, I wouldn't know exactly what each part meant. Let's just say that. Like, he'd mm. just talk about it afterwards, you know? He wouldn't point out, be like, oh, yeah, so this part, what they're saying is this, that, and I don't know. But every once in a while, he would explain, though. 
Okay. Yeah, I feel like the explanation part is is really great. Just just so that they can actually connect with what they're learning, the material yeah. that they're learning. Yeah. I remember somebody said to me, they said, "Didis, you know what's so crazy?" I said, "What's so crazy?" They said, "I actually used to look forward to going to public school. I used to look forward to seeing my teachers. I used to look forward to my friends. And then when it would be time for Duxi, I'd be like begging my parents not to go." Ah, uh, hey, he's not lying. I'll be honest with you. And when you think about that, and I remember, bro, me personally, I'm just gonna say this, bro. I just used to be, I was bored out of my mind, bro, personally. At Duxie? Yeah, bro. That's mm. a lot of people, bro. You're not alone. Like, I'd Thanks. be going there, I'd be like in a fog. And the only thing that would keep me going is the, just the memorization. Memorization. It was like, a, you know? And subhanAllah, like, alhamdulillah, because, you know, knowledge is knowledge. It's a, ble- yeah. it's a blessed thing. But for me personally, it's like, how would I want my son to learn the Quran? Mm. How would I want my son to be introduced to the deen? You know, do I, it's like, Imagine getting a gift and you're getting it in a box that's like broken and kicked and like spit at. Okay. I, 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 you see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to show you because it's like some of these kids, bro, they getting like it's WWE up in there, bro. If they, if they, if they not passing their homework, yeah. you know? So it's like, I definitely think that, you know, the approach that I would take is, 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 is different, you know? Mm. Um, but yeah, bro. What would you like to see in these like in these programs be implemented so that inshallah, you know, that uh, we can see more better improvements. Um, I had a question right before. Oh yeah, that. yeah go ahead, yeah. go ahead. It was a question between like, like you know how you said that person that said he was looking more forward to going to actually public school yeah. than rather going to what's it called actual Duxie. Yeah. A question for me was like, what do you think is like the similarities between public and Duxies? And the difference between those two. Similarity? The, the simi- like, what's the same about them and what's different it's about It's hard them? to find any real similarity, bro. Besides that you're forced and that your attendance is counted, you know, uh, if that, you know? Um, okay. Uh, that, I mean, personally, but differences, man. It's a whole lot of differences. I There are some teachers I actually felt connected with, to be honest with you. But look, this is why my experience is different. Mm. I didn't have a consistent regit or consistent ma'alat. Yeah. So I can only speak for myself. But I didn't feel connected with my teacher, teachers. Um I like at least some of my classes, I'm not saying like imagine I'm not gonna public school how many teachers you have. Yeah. Is normally like you know, so one teacher most likely, you know. So at least one well, some of those teachers I would have connection with, you know? Yeah. And um some of the contents I would resonate with. But with the Quran it's like me, I'm a curious person. Mm. And just memorization is not enough for me. Like, can you tell me what I'm reading? Can you tell me the surah? Can you tell me when it was revealed? Can you tell me about the prophet? Who can you describe the prophet to me that this, uh, th- uh, that this surah is revealing? And uh, and I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm. Some people in different cultures may be looking at us and be like, "Man, y'all tripping? You know, this is how it is. This is how the system is." Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. You have a point. But the thing is, you have to contextualize where you these kids are, and what you're up against. True. The co- the dominant culture yeah. is welcoming. It is saying, come, we accept you. It is, f- you know, that's what it is, right? Yeah. The public schools and whatever. Yeah. The kids are, there's laws against whooping here. Mm-hmm. So the kid, you see what I'm saying? This is what your contrast is. Yeah. So, yes, you may want to, you know, you your culture may be like, Hadda, you try to go to Somalia and you start telling people like, they need to do things different. They're going to look at you like, what you talking about? Uh, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's contextual. But in our culture, the dominant culture is not reinforcing these values. Mm. So the Duxi is the only place where you're cultivating this love of the dean in this environment. 
So this place, you need to be, you have to be calculated in your approach. You can't just say, I'm going to just whip the kid. They need to pass their eyeshadow and hopefully it's going to stick with them. No, you need to cultivate a lifelong passion of loving the deen. Memories that are good associated with the Quran. So that when they're our age or older, where they're not forced to go to Nuxi, they can be like, let me open this Mus'haf. Let me read. And then they have Mm. memories of when they were learning it, how they were learning it, what they heard, the stories associated with it. True. I I felt like that's what um, both public school and uh, Duxies have a problem with. When it comes to teaching kids, like okay. pretty much like I remember, you know how every kid or everybody that attends school, whether it's Duxie or whether it's public school, they have a different way of learning. Not mm, everybody facts. learns the same. That's facts. You feel me? Right. So pretty much public school, once you reach a certain age, like I would say sixth grade all the way to high school, everybody learns at a, the same pace. If you can't catch up, I'm sorry. Mm. You're going to fail the class. Same thing for Duxie. Right. You feel me? Like, um, everybody starts at the same pace, mm-hmm. but everybody, it moves on. So when somebody's behind, that teacher's not going to take his time to be like, oh, let me, what's what's wrong? Let, let me help you. What's actually, you know, going on? They'd be like, hey, there's YouTube where you're always at home playing games, but you don't take the time to do this, and then you get a whooping. Mm. And that leaves you distraught to be like, you know what? Like, okay, I, I'm trying my best. You just not recognize it. So it just destroys the kid's moral to actually want to do it. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what so you're So that's saying. exactly why I felt like the similarities was both public and Duxies have. It's like when it comes to teaching, not everybody learns at the same pace. That is true. And that pace is just completely different where teachers need to actually enjoy that one-on-one time with that kid. Mm. Instead of actually, you know... Yeah, if I whoop him, maybe because if you whoop somebody, yeah, obviously that that fear is going to be created, right. but that fear of wanting to pass and be like, oh, yep, I need to do it, I need to do it, that moral might just go away. They might feel like they're just forced to do something rather right. than, hey, come here, let me teach you. You know what this is about? And the kid gets interested. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, boom. He tells him about, oh, this is about the prophet. It's like, oh, it explains to him, and that's how he learns. Right. You feel me? That is true. So that's, to me, what the similarity was. Go ahead, bro. Nah, for me, I completely agree with what you're saying, bro, because, like, for me, in my Duxie, the way it was is, like, at one point, like, for me, I was going to Duxie with people, like, along the same ages as me, you know, everyone yeah. would be, like, around the same age, maybe a couple younger kids, you know? Yeah. But for me, with the people that were around my age, like, the Ma'alim, the teacher would, uh, like, we'd all start from the same place, you know? But obviously, everybody, like you said, everyone has their own way of learning. Yeah. So let's say me and some other person, we start off at the same place. But the other person, you know, learns a lot faster than you. You know, let's say uh, you're doing, you get the same, I should, you get the same, oh, you got to do two pages this week. Or you got to do two pages too. The other guy does it easily. Then me or somebody else, they struggle with it, you know? Yeah. And after a while, you know. Like, the other person starts to get a little more ahead, you know. Like, the teacher would kind of make, like, a competition, you know. Like, at yeah. one point, I think, like, it wasn't me. It was someone else. But, like, one person was, like, it got to the point where one person was, like, a good amount ahead of the other person, you know. It would be, like, a couple suited ahead. And the teacher yeah. would be, like, so what's wrong with you, man? What happened, you know. Like, he treated it like a competition, you know. Mm-hmm. And as a little kid, you know, you kind of, you don't take it as he's giving it to you. You know, as a kid, you're like, oh, I'm not good enough, you know. I'm not, I, I can't do this, you know. Yeah. The teacher would tell you, oh, like, how you let this guy get this far ahead of you? Like, you know, you guys both started this time. Like, how is he this far ahead of you? Like, you know, like, he'd kind of turn it into a little competition, you know? Yeah. But it kind of goes along those lines of, oh, not everybody learns the same. That's facts. You know, everybody has their own way of learning. Like, some people, that would actually work, though. 
Like for me, yeah. bro, that would work, bro. Like my little brother, Jabril, the minute I see he's close to me, I'm like, no, 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 bro. I got to open the most. I got to read it. I got to memorize sodas right now. Yeah. That's my personality. I don't know what it is. So that's what I'm saying. It's like it's completely different, huh? different. Different methods. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like for Jabril, let's say, what's it called? You being ahead of him. That gives him motivation to be like, you know what? I want to get to my brother's level. Or I right. got to be just like him. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. like, every, but then you both have two different ways of learning. Or let's say that other person, they get a negative feeling when yeah. you try to do that with them, you know? I mean, it just depends on who you're talking depends to. Depends you know? on Obviously, who you're, you're talking, talking to. Yeah, yeah facts. pretty much. The people, and this is another thing. This is And this is where we got to give the teachers credit where it's due. Yeah. Teaching is a very, very hard. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give it Very, a very hard thing. Like... SubhanAllah, when you're talking about like teaching kids according to the different learning styles yeah. and also acknowledging that they're at different levels. So the teacher has to come and take all those into factors into consideration mm-hmm. and then teach them and follow up and prepare lessons and all that. That's a lot of work, you hey, know, which is which is the reason mm. why SubhanAllah, the Prophet some told us the best of you are those who learn the Quran and teach it. Mm. You know, this is the most noble thing that you can do. You know, so that's just another thing to keep in mind. And that's why we honor our Quran teachers. Uh, but we, we got to acknowledge that these programs, these were our struggles. Right? You know, yeah. So, yeah. so I had a follow-up question with that, which is interesting. Uh-huh. Do you think teaching Quran should have a certain certificate? Like, like for, what do you mean? Like for you to become a Duxi teacher. Mm. Should you be... Hey, bro, I'm going to say this is our, out of our league. No, I, I'm not, not to say like, oh, like he can't be it. But I'm saying like... Do you think it's just you based on your opinion? Like, what do you mean? Like, are you talking about like add it? Like, because that your that requires start your own. Like, it'd be an actual like like a teacher teacher or like like, oh, like actually I'm to be teaching my kids like oh, no not is. your not not your kids. I'm talking about to actually teach. Let's say if you were to open up, let's say I opened up a tuxi, right? Okay, and then boom, I have this building, and I want to be a madrasa for kids. All right, so if I were to hire people to become teachers. What should those requirements be for those teachers? That's a loaded question. I wouldn't know nothing about yeah, that. Yeah, and I, and I don't feel right. comfortable. I don't feel comfortable, like, saying X, Y, Z, because there very well might be, like, Allah, I'm not aware. There might be rulings in this regard yeah. that I'm completely clueless True. about, right? So I, I, I don't want to, you know, but what I, what I will say is I feel like, of course, obviously, I think there are certain qualification thresholds that, like, should be met, whether it's, yeah. like, had their familiarity with the uh with the Quran mm-hmm. and you know and maybe even like just teaching methods in general. Yeah. I think those are very, very important. I feel like yes, you may have memorized the Quran and you can teach it, but like are do you ha- do you have the patience to teach kids? Yeah. So see that's where I get it. See? Uh, <laughs> that's like, true. Do you have the patience? Yeah. Do you you know that's that's a that's a that's a big question. You know, it's one thing to reprimand kids, but it's one, it's another to like let out your anger on these kids. Yeah. You know, so uh, that like, that's my that's my personal take. And that's why a lot of like what I'm doing, getting in the field of education also, like mm-hmm. trying to learn the dean is because, bro, I see a gap in here, bro. And True. I feel like if we keep going down this road, then you're going to see a lot of what's already happening with our generation, bro facts you know and so i think the younger generations need a a a community that's strengthened that's teaching them in a compassionate way a loving way in a holistic way when they're teaching not just like 
rogue memorization, but like contextual memorization, you know? No. Uh, like, inshallah, you know, all of us are, well, Scarity got a son, mashallah, you know? I mean, this guy one day will have kids. And I was just wondering, in the case of that, like, pretty much like, like, how would, how would I want my kids to go to Duxie? Like, that, that was the one thing that, like, me that's and this guy were talking to, that's about. That's a good it, question to you know like, what I'm tie it all together. Yeah. Like, pretty much, like, how would I want my kids to feel comfortable? First of all, would you let your kids go, like, let, would you let the, your kids go to the Duxie that you were brought up in? No. Okay, explain why. Uh, For one, me, just because knowing how, like, everybody learns different, I feel like, especially growing up in this like growing up in the u.s right i feel like kids are like less to learn when you actually force them to do it mm. you know what i mean i feel like it's something that like for me i feel like when i was going to that dixie it was more of like oh yeah sit down learn until i switched and went to a different dixie but the dixie the first time i came here didn't did it i feel like it was more of like um like a prison type of thing, but not in a bad like prison. It Damn. was meant like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, there's time to eat. Sit down, learn. Mm. Oh, yep, you're done. Oh, yep, go, go back to your room. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, to me, that's like how it was, and it was like I don't think I would feel comfortable where my kids would learn in that environment. I don't think they would learn, especially even the younger generation. I don't think they would feel comfortable learning that situation. Mm. Like my look, when you called me yesterday, and like we were working on like creating the whole algorithm for this episode, my cousin heard me. I said, "Oh, what's it called? Do you feel forced to go to Duxie?" Remember that question I asked you? Yeah. I swear to God, I kid you not. My cousin. <clears throat> <laughs> like he's, I'm like, ah, oh, man, nobody's forcing you, dude. And I talked to him and I said, do you feel forced? He said, yeah, because I don't know what I'm learning. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's crazy to me. It's like, to this day, it's like, if the guy is just there, but not emotionally there, then what is it? Like at the end, once he finishes, what's going to happen? And you know, the another, qu another thing is, well, like, this is deadly that I want to add on top of this. We're living in a time a day and age and environment where our dean is constantly under attack yeah it's like people are telling us you know your dean is extreme you guys are barbaric backwards by these islamophobes that are telling us this yeah yeah a lot of the muslim youth are either struggling with their dean they're Facts. not really aware they haven't really like actually looked into the dean besides like the just the memorization that they don't even have any context for. Mm -hmm. So when they're being told this and immersed with this stuff, this propaganda, they're internalizing this because they have nothing else to counter it. Yeah. Versus yeah. had those kids had that second program where you were taught the foundations of the dean, the, the, the purpose and meaning behind it, the purpose of your life, mm. you know, and then you have, so you, my teacher wasn't like that yeah. or the dean that I was taught is completely different from yours. You know, so mm -hmm. that's another thing to consider. Yeah, facts. You know? So, what about you, man? The question was, um, how do you feel like your kids yeah, going to Duxie? Oh, and would you would I let your kids go to the Duxie you went to? I'm not gonna lie, I didn't really have it that bad. You know, my mind, alhamdulillah, you know, he was a good teacher. You know, he actually cared about teaching. He actually cared about like if like he actually cared about teaching you. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, like he wanted everybody to learn. You know, he wasn't just there just to be there. You know, he was there because he wanted to be there. He wanted everybody to know what he knows. You know, he was a good teacher. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like for me personally, I wouldn't mind. You know, 
he didn't really beat us like that. If that's the, you know, that's the <laughs> problem. But <laughs> well, so he was a good teacher. He taught he taught us what we needed to know. He didn't only teach the Quran either. He taught us about the deen. He taught us du'as, you know, mm-hmm. when to say them. He taught us hadith. He taught yeah. us everything, you know? Mashallah. And he did it in a way that, you know, the kids were actually kind of engaged a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I wouldn't mind my kids going there, yeah. But... He doesn't teach no more, so. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. May Allah reward him for his efforts, yeah, bro. Because well, that's bro. a beautiful thing. We need more teachers who are like passionate about their line of work. Facts. But me personally, bro, just thinking about this, and I, I had conversations about this, bro, because this is, you know, to be honest with you, I hope I see better programs, inshallah, in the future. Yeah. But um, you saw me I'd feel, start teaching again. I'd feel more comfortable teaching my own kid, and that's mm. a lot of that's a lot of the reason why I want to um like learn the deen okay. so i can be able to teach my loved ones so i could be able to teach my family uh teach and for one rid myself of any ignorance you know mm-hmm. so i i to be honest with you i like that approach but if there was somebody in the community that i can trust that i know yeah that's gonna be in safe hands you know that this person is forbearing this person's patient you know yeah and has the who follows the sunnah of the prophet muhammad yeah, who's sorry, full of mercy who's gentle um so that that's that's what I would want for my um for my kids, bro, inshallah. Um uh, but I wanna say this, like, um maybe to end it on a good note. Yeah. I think for those who had this experience or went through Duxi and um how has Duxi impacted you right now? Or your you know, how has it to wrap it up, inshallah. How has uh, it impacted you right now as the man you are? Like for me right now, how has it impacted me? Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to lie, it's, it taught me a lot, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I learned a lot from it. You know, I have nothing really bad to say about it, you know. It's all good for me, you know, because mm-hmm. I wouldn't know what I know without it, so. Right. But one thing for me that is kind of kind of a little fuzzy for me is because, um, like, the way Duxie works in most places, like, the way kids think it is, at least, you know. Like, mm-hmm. as a kid, this is, how, this is what I believe, too, at one point, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, once you finish the Quran or, like, the way, like, I don't know the way it's worded, I guess, you know, like mm. basically what kids think is, oh, I finished the Quran. Oh, now I'm done. You know, mm. I'm done, you know, but really you can't really measure, you know, it's not this, the way it's taught, it's not like, it's taught in a way that once like you finish, you're, you're done. It, it's a goal to completion. It's, and once you finish, it's just, you're done, you know, it's not taught in a way where like, it's like, you're not taught as a kid, like this is something you need the rest of your life. You know, this is something that's mm. supposed to stick with you, you know, they're just taught, oh, you finished it. Mashallah, you're done. You know, that's what they think. That's a, that's just how they think it is, you know, and that's. One thing that got to change a little bit, right? You know, okay. that's but. a that's a huge thing that you mentioned there, bro. Yeah, thank you for highlighting that because that completely slipped my mind. It's like the Quran is something that's a lifelong commitment to that you have a that you cultivate a relationship with. So, Subhanallah, that's very powerful, bro. Hey, how about you, bro? How has it impacted you? You made it face. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be all bad right now. Nah, I'm not gonna lie. Nah, like the first Duxi I went to fear but nah but afterwards i feel like the second duxi i went to where like it was more of like a school type of thing i learned so much to the point where like it got me interested in learning my thing mm-hmm. you know what I'm, like i actually wanted to learn a lot more and like that's why i ask so much questions uh, that's why i feel like that's where i get it from just asking too much questions i would just sit down and be like have to my hey I know my Ashad. Can I just talk to you about life real quick? So what, what What's this, you know? Mm. So pretty much, like, uh, first thing, I didn't finish memorizing the Quran, but I finished reading it. But I would, that's one thing that I feel like, 
I wish, like, until now that I wanted, like, that I feel like it, like, how do I say, like, it would benefit you? Yeah, it would benefit me a lot more. Mm. I feel like would be finishing memorizing the Quran. So I feel like that's where the will not to give up on it, not to give up on my religion. Mm. I feel like that's where I learned it because I grew up not even basically, like, I was Muslim, but not a practicing one. Okay. You know what I mean? So I felt like going to that Duxie where I actually got to be in an environment where there's a lot of Muslim brothers and we would just be taught so much. I felt like I learned not to give up. And at a certain point, it helped so much because as soon as I grew older, I actually well, I started going to Friday prayers and start becoming more educated, become, or learning more about my religion pretty much. So that. Uh, I'm going to go off what you just said right there, too. You know, like me as a kid, you know, or like you, how you were talking about earlier, earlier question, like your kids, how you want them to learn. Yeah. You know? mm. Obviously, you'd want somebody that, you know, like a teacher or somebody that the kids can relate to, you know, somebody that they can actually talk mm. to, you know. Yeah. Because as a kid, I'm not going to lie, you know, like I'm pretty sure everyone, you can't really relate much to your, your teacher, you know. Yeah. You just go there, he teaches you, and then you leave, you know. It's not mm. somebody that you, not, I, I don't know, it's just for me, you know. I don't know about mm. everyone else, you know. But you can't just go up to him, talk to him, ask him anything, you know. Like, you want something that you could actually relate to, you know, that you could talk to about anything. You can, you know, like yeah. a mentor almost, you know, yeah. but. Yeah. And I feel like we're in that first, like, generation. Like, I mean, transitioning into that. Like, that yeah. first wave of, like, having people who are older who can teach yeah. in a in a way that's down to earth that you can relate to this person. I, f uh, I agree to that a lot. And I feel like the reason why we really didn't agree with our teachers is because maybe they were just didn't. No, maybe. No, it's not that they didn't know. Maybe it's because the way they were, because they just, they came to the United States right. not knowing what America is pretty much. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. And us actually like growing up here as well. And it's like, oh yeah. It's a lot of differences. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of difference. Completely that, different. That's what I'm saying. That's why I say it's like, it's easy. It's easy to criticize. Yeah. But when you contextualize it, then you can realize the environment that they came from. Yeah. And it's easy to speak with, like, aware of, like, hindsight. They say hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. We can see the ramification, what happened, how did the, how did the mountains operate? Yeah. How did this impact us when we actually went outside in the real world, right? Yeah. And now we say, oh, wait, there's some things that could have been, uh, they, there's some things that they could have done better, you know? Facts. Um, whereas for them, this is what worked. In their societies, in their cultures, yeah. where inside and outside was the same. Fact. Inside and outside is not the same here. And it's like the inside, we have to make sure that it's cultivated and people feel so excited about being inside that when they go outside, they feel the reflex to run inside instead of outside. Mm, and I when you make the bro. kids feel like they got to run outside, then we're doing something wrong. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, and I think it's upon, it's upon us, our teachers, our communities to cultivate the love of the dean so that people could you know stick together inshallah with yeah. the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and love of this deen you know so Thanks. Uh, any last words man I think this was a good podcast man, I, I enjoyed it what about you man, man? this one was good bro I got, I got nothing left to say bro <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you bro Mahmoud for uh, hopping on this podcast well, like, we do appreciate it um, yeah bro you got any last words I enjoyed this topic I felt like it was so much said like the good and the bad, but I feel like also shining on the good part of Duxie is just it's a wonderful place to be at, to be a part of your community. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this topic was really needed to the point where I feel like the youth would 
understand that hey like not even the youth i feel like our group our age yeah. that like it's okay to talk about your past experience because mm. like and you don't have to feel shame yeah for you it. don't have to feel shame and like just because at a young age you were taught out of fear doesn't mean that you have to run away from god mm. you know what i'm saying yeah so that's that's to me like that's the last message i would give to people is that it's okay you know what i'm saying like if you learn that way you can still like learning doesn't stop mm. you know what i'm saying like and, and like there's no age to learning right. you know what i'm saying the older you get the more you learn so pretty much that was the thing that i wanted to close off it's like hey it's okay if you still feel like you don't know as much as you did when you were younger you can still do it right you know what i'm saying like right. but this time you're in control of how you're learning mm. you know right that's what that it is, was that is true that is true anyway subhanallah i think there was a lot of benefit there um May Allah strengthen our relationship with the Quran and may Allah strengthen our teachers, our ma'alans and our Islamic schools and our duksis. And may Allah strengthen our listeners uh, in their iman and their fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and their love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode. Make sure you guys like, share and subscribe. Um, Let us know if you guys like this episode and what you guys would like to hear about talked about next inshallah. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts and uh, we're going to holla at y'all next week. Assalamu alaikum. Peace.